Welcome back to the Trusted Visions weekly podcast. We start a new month, which means we start a new topic. Um, and this month's topic, I think, can be really valuable to individual advisors, to OSJs and enterprises when you're considering a broker-dealer change. And this month's topic covers should you work, be working with a third-party recruiting firm like Trusted Visions when, when exploring your broker-dealer options, or should you be going direct to those broker-dealers? And I don't know that there's a right or wrong answer there, but you know what we're hoping to do in today's topic of should you or shouldn't you utilize a third-party recruiting firm and how to choose the right third-party recruiting firm for your due diligence process. So I'm going to kick this off. We are missing our, our beloved Sean Rose that just joined us last week. Um, he, he's still getting up and running, but he will be joining us soon. So let me kick off with our experience of should you or shouldn't you be utilizing a third-party recruiting firm when exploring your broker-dealer options? Now, this may come off somewhat biased, but let's all be honest in that we've all been doing this for a long time and making a broker-dealer change and conducting the amount of due diligence it takes to find the right broker-dealer partner for you for the next 10, 15, 20 years can become a full-time job. And whether you're a single advisor, whether you have support staff, or whether you're an OSJ or enterprise, you've got to first ask yourself, how much time do I want to devote to doing the right amount of due diligence on the broker-dealers that I'm considering? There's over 3,000 broker-dealers in our industry. And so you could spend a year going through this process of finding the right broker-dealer partner. And if, if, if it's one where you have that amount of time and your clients don't need you or you don't need to focus on your practice, by all means, go at it alone. But what we find is you as an individual advisor, OSJ or enterprise, you have your wish list of 5, 10, 15 things that you want with your next broker-dealer partner. And how do you even find those broker-dealers that match that wish list? You can certainly call each broker-dealer and say, hey, can you do this? And call through 10, 20, 100 broker-dealers. But again, it can become a full-time job. The second reason I think it's vital to utilize a firm like Trusted Visions is leverage the expertise of people like us that have lived in the shoes of those corporate business development professionals with broker dealers, because we can help guide you and make sure that A, you're getting the questions answered that you don't even know to ask. And B, we have put together those deals, transition packages for many advisors throughout our careers to where we know where we can push and where we can talk you out of, hey, we can't really push here. And so that's just high level. Um, David, I think I started with you last week. So now, Deb, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to you. <laughs> what are your suggestions to advisors when considering, when they know they're making a broker-dealer change, working with a third-party recruiting firm or not, and going direct to the broker-dealer? Thanks, Jeremy. <clears throat> You honestly said a lot in, in your opening into the reasons as to why you would choose a third-party recruiting firm over you know, going and, and talking independently to, to the broker-dealers. Um, we have been doing this a long time. We've had our, you know, we've had our, our roles in, in both positions as recruiters within 
you know, an independent broker dealer and now out on our own as a third party recruiter. And one of the things that I think we can all agree on consistently when we've been with the corporate firms as a recruiter, when we're talking to some of these, you know, to advisors that are, are looking at and we're talking to, I mean, they're talking to dozens of firms, right? I mean, I've had advisors come to me and have this spreadsheet and they've, you know, they've got 50 broker dealers on there and they're making all these calls and literally, literally putting themselves out of business for six months right? Nine months, depending upon the size of the firm and going back and forth. And their focus isn't on, on their clients and isn't on their business and continuing to, you know, to keep their revenue up, right? It's this due diligence process that really, depending upon, again, how many firms are looking at, at, at looking at can take up the majority of their time. And that's not why they're in the business. And it's just like their clients coming to them, right? To get, advice um, on their money rather than, again, a client going out and researching on stocks or mutual funds and doing all of that due diligence themselves, right? I mean, you can kind of correlate it to that if, as you're talking to these advisors. Why not you do the same thing, right? You do what you're good at and you find somebody that you can trust that has the experience um, that can do all of that research and all of that due diligence for you and, you know, again, keep you focused on your clients and do all that background work for you. Um, and I mean, obviously, there's a lot of things that go into it as, as to making sure that the third party recruiting firm is, is finding and researching the best firms for you um, that you want to make sure that, that they're asking, right? The things that are really important to you that you're looking for. And, and that's what they can really kind of zero in on, I was trying to think of a better word, but zero in on for you because we've got the experience of, of what you need to be looking for, what you need to be asking. Um, and I can probably go into that, but maybe David would like to kind of add maybe some of those specific things that, you know, that a, a third-party recruiting firm can really dig into and help. But that's kind of my, my overall view on, on why one of the reasons why you want to choose a third-party firm um, versus just doing all of that work yourself. Very well said. And what I would say, I would add to that, David, before I hand it off to you is this is not only, you know, a wish list of this is what I want on my broker-dealer partner. This is, in many minds, considered a life-changing event. It's, it's both yeah. business-related there's a tremendous amount of emotional stress that goes through with it of the back and forth. And so, you know, lean on the expertise of, of people like Trusted Visions that have went through that and been in the trenches with advisors. I mean, there's many different solutions when it comes to third-party recruiting firms, automated services, um, where, you know, again, no, no you know, disrespect to automated services, but it takes it takes that emotional support away from you as you're going through this. So I, I won't steal too much of your thunder, David, but I just wanted to add that in there. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate it. And, you know, to kind of recap, absolutely. Your time is valuable. When you look at it, you really got to equate how much time is going to be spent getting that done and the value you have to place on that. And, and what I tell advisors and everybody else that's been in our business for a long time, when you, when you look at trying to work smarter, not harder, you know, there's advisors that run into, we, we probably all studied for the Series 7 or taken the Series 7 
and worked on options and how much time you had to spend on calculating options and how often do you use that inside of your practice. Uh, normally what happens, you get, a, you get a question like that, you go to a subject matter expert and get answers or you push, push that over to an options trader at your broker dealer for the simple fact is you don't have the time to be working on that every single day because it's a small segment of your business or it's a one-off. It's the same thing with looking at uh, evaluating, working with a third-party recruiter. But the simple fact is you're taking that expertise that works across the board. And this is not something you do all the time. And most advisors may have only moved once or twice in their career or haven't made a move in the last four or five years. So a lot of things have changed. Not only they, they change every three to six months, but it seems like in, in two to three years, the whole industry has changed. There were a lot of more, a lot more dynamics that go involved that are involved with it, uh, transition packages, things like that. So, my mantra is always work smarter, not harder. Partner with somebody that's going to basically streamline that process with you, and also have that human connection. And when you look at the automated side of it, you can't automate what you do with your clients each and every day. You can't just send them an email, give them four options. Hey, what do you want to do with your retirement? Pick A, B, C, or D or none of the above, uh, it just doesn't work that way in our world. You want, you want to have that personal human connection to find out if somebody's really having that, showing you the value or really understand your business. And what it comes down to is even working with a, uh, you know, an independent third-party recruiter, it doesn't stop you in a lot of cases if you've got a particular broker-dealer that you want to also have a conversation with, it still doesn't stop you from having that conversation, but it gives you all the data so you can be uh, on top of uh, putting together a decent deal for you and your practice. Great point, David. And one thing that, that I left out there is, you know, advisors, financial advisors, individual OSJs or enterprises, they are typically all great at keeping up with market news, investment news, product news, and, you know, relying on a third-party recruiting firm like Trusted Visions, we, while well, we, we, keep track of the market, we're not entrenched in that. What we keep track of and, and keep a good pulse on is the industry and what's happening in the industry. Because a lot of times broker dealers, and I'm not saying they're gonna dissuade you one way or the other, but they're not gonna come out and say, Deb, I know you're looking at us, but we're up for sale. Um, you know, it, it's typically not gonna happen. So relying on the expertise of people that keep a, a finger on the pulse of the industry and what we see happening or what we may forecast. And, and a lot of times we forecast wrong, um, but for the most part, we are correct in our forecast of this broker dealer is going to be sold or this one's not. And so let me segue, and this is more of a, a sub-segment of, of this week's podcast of an advisor, an OSJ or an enterprise has decided to you know, work with a third-party recruiting firm. There's, there's thousands of third-party recruiting firms out there and some great, some not so great, uh, right, wrong, or indifferent. And so, you know, this is probably one of my pet peeves of how does an advisor find or choose the right third-party recruiting firm for them, their practice, their clients, the advisors in their network. And, you know, it really comes down in, in my opinion of, how much help do you want and guidance? And because there's some firms out there, and again, not saying anything bad about them, that will have that conversation, throw your name to 10 different broker dealers, and you're still doing virtually the same amount of due diligence on those 10 broker dealers 
because they're not involved in the process. And, and if that works for you, great. Firms like Trusted Visions and, and what we pride ourselves on is we are extremely hands-on with the clients we work with. And, and when I say we're extremely hands-on, we take part in those introductory calls with the broker dealers. We make sure we ask questions that you may not wanna ask or not know to ask. We take part in those technology demos. We take part in those home office visits. And, and the reason for that is not because we're trying to micromanage the process, but once we narrow it down to two broker dealers, we want to be able to give you our unbiased opinion of these are the pros and cons of these broker dealers. And, you know, our goal, our end goal isn't to say, hey, this is the perfect broker dealer, because I don't think any of us would say there's a perfect broker dealer out there. But here's the strengths and here's the weaknesses, as you put it a lot, David. And so, you know, when, when you're trying to find the right third-party recruiting firm, ask for testimonials for, from advisors or OSJs that they've placed. Ask some of your colleagues in the industry. Um, and then when you're working with a third or when you're interviewing a third-party recruiting firm, ask them point blank, how many broker-dealers do you plan on introducing me to? And if they say... 10 plus broker dealers, in my opinion, and this is strictly my opinion, they're not listening enough to figure out what's truly, what you're truly looking for and what your wish list is. So I know I said a lot there and I probably recapped everything you guys would say, but David, anything you want to add there? No, I think you did a great job on that one, Jeremy. It's, it's absolutely that. It's uh, just trying to find the right partner, ask them the, the good questions and I revert back way back in the first part when we started doing some of these podcasts is know your own report card, know where, you, where the things that you have to have, the core competencies that make up your individual practice and what broker dealers are going to fit that. And if you're, you know, when you're in interviewing a third-party recruiting firm and they're not asking you those questions, they're not asking you about where's your biggest pain points, what keeps you up at night. What do you think the future of your firm is going to be? Are you interested in building your branch? Do you just want to basically uh, sit here for the next five, 10 years and you want to retire? So you're just looking for a new party to make that happen. And you want to, you need a, a good broker dealer partner for succession planning, things like that. Those are the things we can talk to you about. It's, it's really understanding your business that you're not just, Hey, this is ABC financial planning firm. And uh, we're just going to throw you out at a couple of broker dealers. We want to know what makes you tick. We want to know what, where your success has come from and what it looks like going forward and try to make it so you can go to work every single day and have somewhat of an ease of doing business. Um, transitioning to another broker dealer, I, yeah, I want to caveat that is never easy. Anybody that says it's going to be easy. And if a third party recruiter comes out and says, oh, we'll make this the easiest transition you've ever made, I would run, I run for the hills. Deb, anything you want to add there? Yeah, I think you all uh, said everything. I think I would just end with, again, you know, working with a third-party recruiting firm, finding that firm that gives you that same sort of a feeling, that relationship that you try to have with your clients. Because, I, again, I, I always try and say to an advisor, you know, exactly what you do and what you want and how you react with your and interact with your clients. Uh, you know, that's the same sort of thing that you should want in, you know, in, well, whether it's with a broker dealer or with working with a third party recruiting firm is, is that relationship and, um, and you're getting uh, that sense of, of that with the firm that you're choosing. 
Yeah, and I mean, that's a great point, Deb, is, you know, this is a, I've always said when, when I got in this, this industry 20 years ago, that it's a relationship business. It, mm -hmm. It's not about really selling anything. It's a relationship and a reputational business um, where, you know, it, it's important when working with firms like Trusted Visions, I mean, many times we're having conversation with the spouses of these advisors because they have questions and they want a true unbiased opinion and there are times when we're working with a client and, and to your point, David, where you said really listening to what makes you tick and what, what your pain points are, there are times where we will tell a client, you know what, I understand that you're upset right now, but I really don't think you need to make a broker dealer change. And, and that's okay because back to your point, Deb, this isn't about trying to get you to move so that trusted visions get paid or, or any other third-party recruiting firm. This is a relationship-oriented business where we want to build those relationships and that's what's made us successful throughout our careers. So in closing, we thank everybody for, for taking part in this new topic. We hope that you find it valuable. We'll dig a little bit deeper in next week as we continue this topic for the month of March. Should you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us at info at trustedvisions.com. If you have a topic that you would like us to cover for a month that you or your advisors or financial professionals would find useful, please don't hesitate to, to respond on LinkedIn with a comment. We, we thank you for taking part in this and hope that you found it enjoyable.